Welcome to the Healing While Black podcast, where we believe it's possible and necessary for Black people to heal, thrive, and celebrate our lives in the face of injustice. We'll highlight the often unheard voices and perspectives of Black people on a range of topics that impact our lives. I'm Misty. And I'm Kiana. And we're two Black women therapists with real lives trying to heal while Black and figure it all out too. Thanks for joining us. You ready? Mm-hmm. Hey, hey everyone. everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us for the third episode of the Farming While Black series. In this episode, we'll speak with participants of EcoCity Farms Incubator Farm Program. We'll welcome Isaac Zama of Amber Farmer's Voice, as well as Philip and Jeanette Jean from SoftG Connection to discuss their experience in the incubator program, building their farm businesses, and what this can mean to our community. The vision of EcoCity Farms' new incubator farm project is to ensure that beginning farmers in Prince George's County, Maryland, particularly farmers of color, have access to the land and resources they need to become competent, confident, and successful urban farmers. The program, funded by the USDA in 2022, focuses primarily on beginning farmers in the Metro D.C. area who have former training at ECO or with other beginning farmer programs. Through this program, ECO provides startup land to farmers to begin their new farming businesses. They also provide farmers with essential infrastructure support to develop and grow their businesses, as well as connect them to a ready customer base at the nearby Capital Farmers Market to cooperatively sell their farm produce. ECO's hope is that the lessons learned from the Incubator Farm Program will serve to proliferate farmland in the area and throughout the county and region. Now, for us at the Healing While Black podcast, this program is important because it gives Black people more access to land. Exactly. It further supports healing in the Black community, and it restores our connection with the land, which has been formerly associated with the trauma of slavery and oppression. Please check out the show notes for further details about the program. Tune in. Hi, guys. Today, we are welcoming Isaac Zamba of Amba Farmer's Voice to the podcast. So, Isaac, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what brought you to farming and about your training in farming? Um, thank you, Kiana and, and Misty. It's a, it's a wonderful pleasure to talk with you. Um, hello to all your listeners across the world. Uh, it's a pleasure to come to you via Kiana and Misty. Um, as uh, Kiana said, my name is Isaac Zama. I'm originally from Southern Cameroons. I live in Fairfax, Virginia, uh, but I do work in Prince George's County, uh, County, Maryland. And that's how I got involved with the uh, City Farms Incubator. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for, for joining us. Okay. So so you just mentioned uh, that you are part of Eco City Farms Incubator uh, Farm Initiative. Can you share how you learned about Eco and the Incubator Farm and what attracted you to it? Incidentally, I had subscribed to the mailing list of Eco Farms uh, because I'm very passionate about 
agriculture and farming, especially uh, urban agriculture, because I happen to live uh, in a city where uh, I don't have uh, much land. And so um, I've always been interested in urban gardening. So uh, that's how I got, I subscribed to Echo Farms. And uh, sometime in February or so, uh, I saw an email and I just read it um, that was talking about um, the incubator farm in uh, Watkins Park. And so I applied and um, luckily I, I was invited for an interview. I was able to go through and and uh, I got involved or, or, or they, they gave me a piece of, um, I'll call it land, mm, a piece okay. of land to... Uh, practice uh, some of the things that I'm very, very passionate about. Okay, wonderful. Can you tell us a little more about what what it is that you're passionate about? Okay. um, Professionally, I was trained as an agricultural specialist. Um, As I said, I'm originally from Cameroon. I'm a lawyer by training. When I I got to the States, uh, I, I continued uh, I went to law school in Seattle, Washington, University of Washington Law School in Seattle. Okay. And awesome. um, when I graduated, I was thinking about going home. Mm. But um, I started thinking, if I, if I go home to be a lawyer, mm. how will that really impact mm. the people that I left back at home? So I quickly pivoted from being a lawyer to doing a PhD in international development and rural development, which wow. was which was um, mostly based on rural agriculture. Okay. So I did my, my I did I did my doctorate degree in um, rural development at University of Wisconsin, um, College of Agriculture and Life Sciences, where uh, I specialize in rural development. And with that knowledge, you know, the one of the reasons why I, I did that was, you know, to be able to help younger people back at home in Southern Cameroons uh, to be able to be interested in agriculture. Because it's not only mm-hmm. here. Um, the younger people back, back there mm-hmm. are not very interested in agriculture because agriculture is seen as a poor man's right. activity. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't think that they can make a living out of agriculture. Mm. And, yeah. uh, and so every young person wants to live and go, go to the city and go to college and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when, when I came to the States and, uh, you know, Wisconsin, I, I, I visited almost all of Midwest and I saw the value of agriculture in this mm. country and it was just amazing to me. And so that's one of the things that really attracted me to agriculture. So I did rural development and this really opened my eyes as to what I could contribute to people back there and, you know, for, 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 for them to like agriculture because agriculture is a very, very lucrative enterprise if you know exactly mm, what you want that. to do mm. whether you are whether you are in the states or you are in southern cameroons or you're in nigeria or you're in korea if you know what you want to do mm-hmm. you can actually make a decent living um you know in agriculture 
Okay. I think that's important to say for, Absolutely. for future farmers or, or younger people listening that there is money to be made in this yes. field. Mm-hmm. Um, in what ways would you say the Incubator Farm Initiative have been helpful to you in achieving your goals? Yes, the Incubator Farm was, I think, a God-given opportunity to me because it gave me a piece of, you know, it provided me an opportunity which I I ordinarily would not have. Mm. Um, We were given uh, half an acre. And Um, okay, but but, but before I say that, um, I do run a program called Amber Farmer's Voice. And Amber Farmer's Voice is an agricultural extension program that is run on, uh, on satellite TV that broadcasts to the continent. Mm-hmm. And it is meant for our mothers and fathers who did not go to school. Hmm. And so okay. uh, I produced this program trying to bring them appropriate, simple, practical, mm-hmm. and appropriate technology and knowledge for them to mm-hmm. produce agriculture. Um, this is very important. Simple techniques, um, appropriate and sustainable ways that they can produce food mm-hmm. uh, very, very easily and very cheaply without uh, w- without having a lot of capital. That kind of knowledge, you know, you try to empower the people that mm-hmm. God has given us right. exactly. resources that we can use if we just knew how to how to how to use it the right way exactly so, so those are the kind of simple things and practical things that uh the program amber farmer's voice does you know to help mm-hmm. you know people uh back in, back in, on a continent mm-hmm. you know if we bring back that same concept to the eco city farms mm-hmm. how can i was thinking to myself how can i use eco city farms you know, to be able to reach out to the other young black kids who are here, mm-hmm. who have never planted tomatoes before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the easiest thing to plant. Mm-hmm. Um, who have never had their, their hands really, you know, really dirty. Right. Right. So we're not going to pick up a basketball, you know. Or football. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. So right. I thought that the EcoCity Farms Incubator was an opportunity for me to be able to see how I could bring young kids, especially I have a friend in DC that we're working on something like that, mm-hmm. um, you know, to, to, you know, to bring some, some kids, you know, you know, to the farm. And, you know, I have a, I, I, I have a program or, or a, a concept that I'm going to use plastic buckets mm-hmm. to be able to, you know, teach the kids that you can plant your tomatoes, you can plant your, watermelon mm-hmm. uh, you can plant anything yeah. and these are things that i've done so i'm inviting right. you <laughs> you're missing okay, yeah. to come and visit and see absolutely exactly what i'm describing I that, love that. that is the, sto- the part of your story that we know that appealed to me the most the yes. being able to teach people in real time how to do these things like mm-hmm. if i don't have any land 
Does that mean I have no access to growing my own food or sustaining my own life or being able to provide for myself Mm -hmm. without having the need for these external resources? Like you were saying, even for the mothers back in the village, knowing that we have all the resources we need to provide for ourselves is what is part of the healing is relearning that they told us we can't do anything without them. And the truth is, we can do so much with Absolutely. what we have Just ourselves we with have our natural resources. Mm-hmm. So I think that is so beautiful. And I am so excited. I will be there. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> that is awesome. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's so inspiring, you know, hearing about your inspiration and what got you into this and learning about, you know, Amber Farmer's voice and the beautiful work that you're doing there. Um, and how you're able to engage with Eco City Farms and, you know, the incubator farm to really advance that vision of yours. I mean, it sounds like, you know, some of this is about, you know, bringing knowledge back home, right, to Cameroon, right, you know, to the folks there. Um, But some of this is also about connecting with the community that you're part of here as well, right? Like being able to, to teach young Black youth how to farm and how to, you know, access, you know, the natural world. Um, and I think that's all of that is, is so beautiful. And I'm really thankful for the work that you're doing. You know, like Kiana and I, we started this podcast cause we're all about black folks healing and, you know, and that the way we heal, right. There's, there's many different avenues for us to heal, but we, you know, I think one of the biggest challenges uh, for us is, being able to empower um, Black folks um, to use the resources, you know, on hand, you know, to to be able to to access what they what they need. Um, but we think it's important and empowering that Black folks are beginning to challenge and reclaim food and farming traditions. Um, and I love hearing about some of the work that you're doing around that. You know, one of the ways that you know, we can reclaim that is through growing food that's connected to our native lands and cultural backgrounds. Um, And, you know, we were learning that you actually do some of that um, here. Can you talk a little bit more about what, you know, what you're doing with that? Yes. um, One of the the foods that I'm growing is called bitter leaf, Mm. Uh, you know, um, bitter and leaf. Uh, It's really bitter in the mouth. Um, scientifically, uh, it's been proven that, you know, this herb or this vegetable helps in diabetes and high blood. Mm-hmm. So it is, um, it, it is a common leaf back at home that grows everywhere. Yeah. And so when we came here, we were able to, you know, start growing it here. Um, we know that in our community here, um, diabetes and high blood, it's a major problem. So if instead of buying tablets mm-hmm. that, um, that mm. you know, the companies have gone out there and taken this same herb and transformed it, and transformed it into, uh, into tablets for us mm-hmm. to take, mm-hmm. how about you actually grow the natural <laughs> ingredient, right? The, the, the source, the source. Yes. Yeah. And then you know you Take eat it. it you, you know you can eat it. Um, you know in in stew. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You can mm. you 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 can you can get the leaf and you know you boil your water in your microwave in a teacup and put Make the leaf tea. inside and you drink it like tea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there is all scientific. You know the scientists have done all the research, and uh, you know anybody can read it mm-hmm. uh, online. And you know they, they will they will they will they will give you directions how to you know drink bitter leaf as tea, you know to help you with your diabetes and mm-hmm. things like that. So those are some of, you know, the things that growing and anybody who is interested, you know, will share the seeds with, with people and, you know, give them um, directives how mm-hmm. to plant it. Again, um, if you don't have land, that is no problem. Mm. Because um, in this country, there are flower pots everywhere in Walmart. You can buy a flower <laughs> right. pot in Walmart, or you can go to Home Depot and buy the five-gallon plastic bucket so that, you know, if you're living on the 10th floor in an apartment and you have a small balcony, you know, you can have one flower pot there where mm-hmm. you can plant your bitter leaf, mm-hmm. or you can plant your one tomato, mm-hmm. you can plant your one chili pepper <laughs> so that, you know, um, you don't have to buy and buy and buy and buy. Right. Mm-hmm. And you have control over what you're putting in your body. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. My mother is from the Caribbean and has high blood pressure and drinks bitter leaf tea. Mm-hmm. And she, when, whenever she can get her hands on some uh, herbs, some real bush, as she would call it, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> she's so happy. But we don't or uh, we didn't have access to growing it ourselves. I'm I'm a person that grew up in Brooklyn. Part of my childhood was in Brooklyn, New York. And we had a fire escape, right? I live here where I am. I live in a condo. I have a balcony. So I've never, like my greatest dream is to have land so I could Mm -hmm. have a garden. But I've always want, still wanted to be able to grow in just a, you know, whatever residence I had. So hearing you talk about it in that way, growing in buckets, I never thought it was something you really could do, you know, <laughs> but that really is, is hopeful. And it makes me, well, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll save some money. And also I'll be able to know exactly what I'm putting in my body. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Th- th- there are lots of simple things that you know, we can do, mm-hmm. you know, if, if, if we can, if we, if we take the people back in the villages that Amber Farmer's voice is uh, aimed at, and we bring that same concept back here, let's, let's call it for lack of a better term, the inner city, in, mm-hmm. in, 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 inner city youth, mm-hmm. um, the inner city youth can grow whatever they want to grow with, you know, during the summer, um, I was even thinking of how eventually or, or, or very soon, you know, to start a program where um, maybe meet at some church uh, mm-hmm. once a week or once a month, we, you know, with kids and, you know, tell them how to prepare. Uh, the summer starts here in May. The planting mm-hmm. summer mm-hmm. starts in May mm-hmm. and how we can start in February, you know, uh, sowing our own seeds right in, in in the basement because it's cold outside if you sow your seeds they're going to die mm-hmm. um you know how you can sow your seeds inside in in february march and by april or 
early May, you know, they, 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 they may be this tall and then you can transplant them. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a piece of land, you can put it in your bucket and, um, you know, teach you how to put holes on the bucket so that it can drain, the excess water can drain and mm-hmm. how you can collect, um, you know, the excess water if you're on, if you are in a condo where you have people below you mm-hmm. or in yeah. an apartment where you have people below you. So, you know, there are simple things like that, that, um, right. you know, can be done by people who live, you know, in the cities right. and don't have any piece of land. And they are interested in eating something that they themselves planted. Real, something real. And I think also for kids, getting kids involved in that way, it show it shows so much to them watching Yes. From a seed to a plant to a mm-hmm. to a vegetable. Right. The the joy that comes from that. It, I think it also opens up a thought process for the kids that they may not uh, engage with in the same way if it if they didn't have that experience. So I think that is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you spoke about your show on the farmer's voice. Is this something that we could see here? Yes, um, it, it actually airs on Facebook. So, oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, it, it, it airs on Facebook. Uh, we're working on the um, on the app. And so very soon they'll be able to work, you know, people who have Android here mm-hmm. will be able to, you know, get it live. But um, the people who are back home, they want, they 90% of people use Android. So okay. that's mm-hmm. why we focus on Android. Um, you know, <laughs> very soon they'll be able to watch it live. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, for us who are here, uh, it comes on on Facebook. Oh wow! Um, okay. Every Sunday at um, sometimes it's ten a.m. Sometimes it's eleven eleven a.m. during uh, daylight savings time. Okay. So, but now it's you know it's it's eleven a.m. Uh, and, and the name uh, of the page is it Amber's Farmer's Voice? Yes. Okay. It's Amber Farmer's Voice on Facebook, on YouTube, and okay. on the website. Awesome. You know, it's, it's it's the same thing. And yes. we'll put that the link in our show notes for sure. Yes. So people can find and connect to it. You know, you talked a little a little bit about, you know, some of the innovative ways that you've learned and practiced sort of farming without having access to land, right? And some of the ways that we can, you know, everyday people can do that, um, which I love. And I know for Kiana, that's like one of your, you know, one of Kiana's big things is how to make a lot, you know, a lot of this stuff practical to everyday people. But you now have access to some farmland through the, you know. So what will that allow you to do? Yes, um, it, it would allow me to actually uh, test uh, some of the ideas that I have, mm-hmm. uh, some of the concepts that I have. Mm-hmm. When I say that you can make a living out of the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Prince George's County. Uh, how can I prove that? The incubator mm. is my test. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. You know, uh, yeah. It's my test to see that whether I can make, um, you know, X amount of dollars, you know, on this, uh, on the half acre of land that we mm-hmm. have. So um, the, 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 the goal of the incubator is to develop uh, urban business agriculture of folks mm-hmm. and so um the the, the the incubator gives me that opportunity to actually uh, go ahead and and do it and and and, and actually prove that mm-hmm. yes it is possible that you can make a living even if you're going to make a living you can make some income 
mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, from from land. With this first year, it, it's a little challenging because it's the start. But by next summer, uh, everything would already be in place, and um, we'll be able to um, start early and 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 have all the um, equipment that we need um, for the farm to actually get into full um, full production. So um, this is an opportunity for me to develop my own farming business mm-hmm. um, in, in PG County. And so when you talk about generating income, is that through selling product through farmer's markets, to restaurants, to grocery stores? How does that look for you or will, will that look for you? Echo City Farms has a program where they invite the community on specific days, uh, you know, to come to the farm and buy certain produce. Mm. So th- that that is one possibility. But um, as of now, I have made contacts with some African stores in uh, in Virginia, mm-hmm. and they are interested in buying in bulk some of the vegetable that I'm going to produce. Amazing. That's wonderful. No, what I can say is that there is a market for fresh vegetables in in this DMV area. Mm-hmm. So if you plant it, you cannot go wrong. Mm-hmm. And 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 also, if if I may if I may add, the ethnic market is huge. I would feel like it would be most things you can't typically find here, right? right. So that's why. People are always looking for an Asian market or a Caribbean market or an yes, African exactly. market. Exactly. Right. Because yeah. we, I know for us, my, my mom's Trinidadian, we can't get certain things in the mm. regular grocery store. Sometimes we can get it in the Caribbean store or sometimes we'll even get it in the Asian store. Right. So right. that's a market for two things for that one or two markets for that one product. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think hearing you speak, it feels so hopeful. I think we spend a lot of time, you know, and, and even, you know, in our podcast, you know, we talk about the problems, right, that Black folks are facing, you know, across the diaspora. But it's today getting to speak with you. We get to hear about some solutions, um, some some hopefulness. I find it to be very inspiring, and I'm sure many of our listeners will as well. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, this was wonderful. I really, really enjoyed this conversation. We really enjoyed this conversation. You, Like Missy said, you've provided us with so many ideas, so much hope. If I may, please, I would like to, you know, send out this plea through your program to see how you can help us get the young kids to yeah. just come yeah. see on weekends, I'm usually there on Saturdays and, mm-hmm. and, and part of Sundays. I'll be able to explain things to them and mm. what they can. I'm getting older. I don't want to die and go with the knowledge mm. that I would like to pass it over to you know, yes. to, you know, to the kids. And you pass it by doing. You don't pass it by reading books. Yes. So. Young folks, if you are listening, we have so much wisdom from Brother Isaac Zamba here. So if you can let us know how folks can actually find you. Um, there, there are several ways. Um, people can, can reach us via email. Um, the email is amberfarmersvoice at gmail.com or um, info at amberfarmersvoice.org. And on Facebook, it's Amber Farmers Voice. On YouTube, it's you know, Amber Farmers Voice. Oh. Thank you so much. This was awesome. Thank you, Isaac Zama. 
Jeanette and Philip, thank you both for joining us today. So we'd we'd love to uh, get into it. Can you both tell us a little bit about yourselves and what brought you to farming? A little bit about myself. Uh, I grew up in Haiti. I moved here. I was 24. And then I got married. I got two kids. And uh, I went into financial uh, business. I worked for banks all my life here. Uh, I would say 30 years of banking. I'm a banker. And then, however, back in Haiti, I love uh, the soil. I used to plant my own little, you know, garden. And it's only three years ago. And I said, hey, I miss my passion back. And so I joined Eco City Farm. I went to the program they had. And I got my certificate in urban farming However, I've been farming on my backyard. I've been growing vegetables in my backyard for over 10 years. Mm. So with, with Eco City, I really learned the, the technical aspect of it. So, and I love it. And I go food and I share with friends and family and churches. It, uh, it's so fun. But this wow. year is something else. I mean, in a Kibera farm, I'm going to sell to make money. And at the same time, I educate people, neighbors, um, adult uh, children uh, about food, especially children where the food comes from. Mm-hmm. So um, I enjoy it. And I think that's going to be uh, something I'm going to do when I retire, maybe in, in one year or two years. Oh, lucky. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And how about you, fella? Well, and like, I'm from Haiti. And uh, I came to the U.S. Uh, it was in 1982. Mm. Uh, then uh, went to a training school where I learned the trade, you know, on cable and telephone. And mm-hmm. I've been working on phone and uh, cable for like uh, almost uh, 30 years. Then I get tired. I say, okay, I'm getting old, you know, it's better to, and now to change it. And I become a, a truck driver, owner, operator. Okay. And I did it for eight years. Mm-hmm. I, so much because I travel um, only to say that I don't know. It's uh, uh, Hawaii mm-hmm. and Alaska. Oh, you've been everywhere. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. What can be done, you know, especially in my country. Mm-hmm. You know, and then after that, at least, uh, I told my wife, you know what? I'm going to go back. And that's where I'm going to help the people. Even I'm not a technician. I was a, a, a technician. Mm-hmm. But I love it since I was a little, you know, when I plant something and then watching growing up, you know, I fell in love, you know, with that. And I said, I'm going to teach the youngest generation mm. how they can be free. Mm. You have to wait for people to send you money, but you can make money if you yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm, uh, how I involve, and then I call my wife and I say, "Hey, let's start a poultry, so, you know, because we need that too." And then that's how the soji tanks. And my wife went to Eco City Farm, and then while she's getting the education, you know, she transfer me the, <laughs> the knowledge, you know, mm-hmm. while I'm practicing and we're sending videos. So that's how we are here today uh, at mm. the farm and you have 
we have in you, you know, so we can, you know, help us continue the dream that uh, to help the people to be free and create mm. wealth around our community. Absolutely. Mm. That freedom part. Oh, is, yes. It's so key. So, yeah. Yeah. So far, if I have to tell you all about me, the time. Went, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that was wonderful. That was wonderful. Yeah, I yeah, and I I love that. I what you just what you said a moment ago is you know teaching you know our youth, teaching people how to be free, right? And that there's there's this there's a connection, right, around how we grow our food and all of that stuff that that's connected to our you know sense of freedom. It's also such a competing thought, right? Mm. Because we're talking about working in the land through agriculture and soil. And specifically in this country, that's not connected to freedom. That's connected to slavery, working with the land and cultivating uh, resources. So to really take back the power in that and recognize that it does give you a freedom and it is not uh, something that they have intended it to be for us is where the freedom fireworks go off for me. I think that's mm-hmm. so beautiful. Mm-hmm. May I say something? On what yeah, you just please. It, it's so f- funny. When they told you, hey, uh, agriculture is for slave, that's mm. what they want you to think. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if you get that, and that's what happened to my country, mm-hmm. to my people, you, when you are working on the land, you're the second class because mm-hmm. everyone wants to be an engineer, yeah. a, a lawyer. That's what they want you to be, a man mm-hmm. in the society. And if you are that, you look like a slave, you, you know? And what they don't tell you, every time you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do, find something to eat, mm. It's all the world is on demand on food because we do it every single day. How yep. can you tell me? How can you let me try to feel like down if I'm doing something important? And mm-hmm. when we are connecting to the nature, that's when really we recognize who we really are. Mm-hmm. Right. Human. That's mm-hmm. what I tell my clients all the time. <laughs> I I was wondering if you can talk a, a little bit more about that freedom that you speak of um, here, and what is the inspiration be you know behind wanting to sort of t- to teach that to instill that. Um, but yeah, if you can talk a little bit more about that freedom and, and its connection to the land. Sometimes, oh, most of the times, we are worried, and the worry makes you sometimes anxious. And mm. when you get anxious, you can't find the hope of people mm. talk to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you become very weak in your mind. And with the publicity that we are looking at every day, our mind it just registers those things inside. And you Probably sometimes you may be confused about mm-hmm. what you really want to do or what you love doing. And I always tell my kids, do something that you love. Mm-hmm. 
when you love it, you're not going to feel that you're working hard. <laughs> something you love. Mm-hmm. When you're working for money, oh boy, to wake up in the morning, guess what? It's a pain. To mm. spend eight hours, boy, it's like, oh, to your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in life, if you're not doing something for fun, you become a slave. Mm. Right. And doing it for love, automatically, you become a slave. Mm-hmm. And in my country, with the situ- uh, political situation, there's a lot of conf- confusion. Mm-hmm. And what we, we said earlier before we mm-hmm. start the program, they put something, especially black people, in our head. They make us hate everything that we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's how they start. Yeah. And the second, they try to kill the education, the instruction. Mm. When you don't know, they can feed you anything that they want. Mm. What? <laughs> so I don't want to be too long because I, I, I will pass on because I want to say something because <laughs> she, okay. is, she is the engine of Soji. Like yes. The backup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. Jeanette, can you can you share with us? Uh, tell us about what Softy is and how you formed it, um, and and what the you know present and future goals for the, your work is. Okay, yeah, Softy. The name is um, a combination of three ladies, uh, two cousins, and myself. Mm-hmm. You see, the GD is my the okay. so is uh, Solange. My cousin, mm. the F is another cousin. So the oh. reason for it is one day we decide that we're going to change the community where we're from in mm. Haiti. We're going to make the, the young people love the land and cultivate it. So with my husband going to Haiti at that time, it was October 2018. Yeah. So we say we're going to connect with Philip over there uh, to tell him exactly what we want to do. And he was in the same page with us as I I knew that before. Mm -hmm. So that's how we started. We we gathered a few young guys in the community and say, hey, they are are also related, family related. And we work with them and we teach them on the phone about the soil how you make compost, how you do composting, etc. And we teach them about uh, raising uh, a chicken. And mm-hmm. uh, so we, they were successful in that too. And we're still doing that. We teach them about how to watering, because, you know, in Haiti, you have to wait for the rain to come. Uh, mm-hmm. If it doesn't come, everything perish and you, mm-hmm. you don't have food. Mm-hmm. So we teach them about how to, you know, to cut, capture the rainwater mm-hmm. and distribute it uh, to make nice uh, backyard garden. Mm-hmm. Um, garden. And we, uh, because of me going to school at a Eco City Farm, we said, hey, mm-hmm. we want to do even more. 
Mm. So what we do here, we gather the church uh, kids and we, 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 you know, people trip to Eco City, you know, we teach them about showing them about food, where the food comes from, where the potato chips is about. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then um, I, my backyard, we make it bigger than before. We grow more vegetables, and then here come the incubator farm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also teach the adults, the people that we know in the in the community in Bellsville. Mm-hmm. So, and now we are connecting with two agronomes in Haiti that do agriculture. You know, they went to school, the university, the graduate. Now we connect. Wow. With because one of them I taught at Eco City Farm, there's a program with IRX, IREX. That's that's a state government program okay. with uh, other countries, like 118 countries, where they choose one university, uh, uh, young farmers, and then you know we give them the techniques, the modern techniques about agriculture. So mm. I was one of the person. Because he's Haitian and I speak Creole, so I was a, one of mm. the person to help teach that young oh, guy. Nice. And he's coming in October this year. You know, maybe maybe you'll meet him. So yeah, yeah, Sobji. But um, then we said, okay, let's give Sobji uh, an, another definition, something that makes sense for other people. Mm-hmm. So we took the, we took the, uh, the, the Sovji acronym mm-hmm. and we give it a name. Uh, mm. The name is Social Farming for Global Interaction. Mm. I love it. And That's it makes awesome. so much sense. And it's exactly what we do. <laughs> and we're, we're happy about it. Yeah, and it sounds amazing. What it means, yeah, social farming for global interaction. <laughs> I love that. What we're doing. We can travel anywhere now, you know, mm-hmm. if we can help to go to Ghana, mm. Africa, anywhere and teach about farming to kids, to adults, and also learn about how other countries cultivate their land and etc. <laughs> that's so, awesome. That, that's Soji. And, um, okay. We're happy about what let me uh, con- make a conclusion about what we start doing and what was the result. Okay. Last year, we have the people that the younger that start with us with the program. And I invite another one to go help him out and to see, you know, mm-hmm. how he can do the same. And he listened and he went. And we had a project. Not a small, uh, how much was it? Uh, uh, can you give it? But it, it, it is, so, you, you know, the community garden center, you, you see the size of one uh, part yeah. of the mm-hmm. It's about that size. Okay. And mm-hmm. they plant the, the tomato. We were doing an experience. And boy, they sell so much. They sell about four six $6,000, but on our own money. You know, it's like wow. 6000 And the one said, wow. He made that much on that small space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine. And triple back <laughs> and planted put it And he told me, you know what? I, I don't need to wait for nobody now to give me mm. money. This is where we're heading to. Exactly. Nice. Being self-sustainable, knowing yes. that you have the power to provide yourself what you need to heal mm-hmm. a 
belief that the world tries to teach us, yes. right? That's not yes. that's not true. We are yes. like you said before, they try to take away the knowledge we have about our capabilities because right. they know if we know, mm. then they're gonna have to see. <laughs> but you know, you know what? The nature, and that's what you don't mess up with the nature. Yeah, it's just time to talk to us. Mm -hmm. Right now, the nature is talking to the world. Mm. You are in trouble with the way you do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Right, agreed. I love how you started with an idea and ended up at Eco City Farms and have been able to grow from that one beginning point is taking you so far into so many different areas, being able to touch people <laughs> with food through knowledge and experience. And I just think that's so amazing what Eco City was able to provide you that then you're able to provide to others. Yes. Oh, yes. And that same trickle down effect continues to happen. Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it comes up for Eco City. I mean, <laughs> but like I said before, when you are connected to nature, if you really love it, because it's mm-hmm. not for everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you know? Yeah. But when you are on it, you will be connected. I agree. Right. To yeah. The world. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Absolutely. We are one with the nature. Don't, yeah. If you try to separate us with the nature, that's when you are in trouble because mm-hmm. you can't. Because you, you must take care of the nature like a, a child mm-hmm. who needs you. The nature needs you so it can give you what you need. Mm, that absolutely that sort of reciprocal <laughs> that yeah, that cycle kind of. It's like it, yes. it's like a complete kind of yeah. it's like then right, nature needs us to yeah. you know help to till yeah. the land and help yeah. to kind yeah. of tend to it, right? But but really it's like yeah. that comes back to us. Right, to give it a, the attention so that it can nourish us, right? You know, so it's like that circular thing. It's like oh, we're right. nourishing the land and right. tending to the land, and it's right. and then it's nourishing because us if you in return. It's a flower or it's a, you know, a small plant. If you don't visit it, boy, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, and I just think it's another important point to make just in regards to us remembering that's what it feels like to me remembering that we have these skills these talents this power mm-hmm. and there's value in that just in knowing that but also knowing that they try to take everything that we have exploit it and then say it's good when it's their own so even from it, we can look at farming in that way right they took us from our home where we had these skills and excelled in farming in different ways exploited it through slavery and then told well, us you're a terrible person if you want to be a farmer or you're a terrible person or a second class citizen if you want to um, engage with the land. I just think that's a very important Mm -hmm. point to highlight when talking about healing and taking back control of our existence. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like we have to heal from that concept that 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 the land does not isn't sort of for belong us. to or is, isn't right. for us right it's like we have to heal from it's it's important that we do that healing work so that we can have that kind of that wholesome relationship Experience. with the land mm-hmm. right that we we are you know tending to it and then being nourished by it right because we don't get that nourishment right if we don't get to have that 
that real connection there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And because uh, this is the trick, you know. If they make us hate the soil, the, the nature, we can be always an asset for the system. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, we ain't got enough time to get that deep. Oh, right, right, right. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like our time and our labor gets controlled, right? Absolutely. I told you that. Yes. Yeah. Well, 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 let's, you know, let's connect it back. So, so I mean, it's all connected, right? All, all of this. Um, but I, I mean, one point that I, I think you made, uh, Philip, was like, we, you know, like, we can do a whole lot with just like what we have on hand, right? You know, like just like with ourselves, like just with, you know, small, a small plot of land, right? Like a small, you know, thing, you know, we can, we can do a lot. And and so just being able to just acknowledge that like we are pretty whole as we are, like we, we already have access to the things that we need, right? Um, we just have to believe it and acknowledge it and, and then, and put, you know, yeah. and do it and do something about yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah. But also be, sometimes it's not even about acknowledge. Someone has to tell you sometimes because they've told us for so long that we don't know how to do this or this isn't for you, but like what you all are doing with learning what you're learning and then giving it and uh, sharing it with others, teaching. Oh, I, some people are like, Oh, I didn't even know that existed or that I had access to that. Mm-hmm. So that part too is very important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to, to, to follow what you just said, I talk less now. I talk more with people like you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, the people who don't understand, I don't talk that much. I act. Yes. And that's how I'm getting, you, 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 you know, the, now, when we see the result, now we can yeah. talk. Mm-hmm. We understand more because it's so difficult. Mm-hmm. We are bombarded by, you know, those publicity, you, you know. Media. Uh, so we yeah. Grew, yeah, we grew up with that mentality, you know, ah, this is that fun. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you're on the land, you, you, you're dirty, your hand is dirty, you know, it's not, it's not for me. Of course, everyone got their own things in life because we all need it, everything. We need a, a good mechanic man, which is always yeah. dirty, but mm-hmm. we need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right, now. So whatever. right. You know, but we don't need to devalue that work, exactly. right? You know, like, it's like we need it. Right? Like, exactly. Yes. Right. We yeah. Are, yeah. Everything connected is so, mm-hmm. so true. Yeah. And like you were saying, we're connected to the land. The land is connected to us. We're connected to each other. Like, it's, it's all, we, I always say all the time, God didn't put all these people in this world for us to exist by ourselves like we are connected to people by default we can't help it right so understanding that gives us a power to then make informed and controlled decisions on our own life and that is necessary well you both have been i know that right now you're you're kind of doing the incubator farm initiative um, but you also were part of the beginning farming program Um, but yeah can you talk a little bit about the, the incubator farm initiative at Epico City Farms and just what that experience has been like for uh, you so far? When they, when I said they, when Quincy said, you know, hey, are, are you going to apply? The incubator uh, program is open. And I said, already? And he said, yes, you can apply. And, and I did. That day I applied. So, <laughs> and I had an interview and it, you know, after a week, uh, they told me that, okay, congratulations, you get a, a spot, uh, a half acre. So we were excited uh, and we went there, we saw it, 
looks so big to us because the backyard is just like a palm of my hand. And now we are in a half acre. <laughs> <laughs> then we have the, the high tunnel. We have a space there also. Yeah, yeah, inside. So, uh, yeah, it's four of us. Uh, it's not easy. We have to plan every day. So we can, you know, what to plant and also when to water. And, you know, first of all, we have to do preparation, make the beds and things like that. Who is going today? Who is going tomorrow? We have to program it to see how we're going to make it. So, so far, uh, we are we are moving along well, pretty well. Uh, we have our uh, plants on the ground. They're coming along well. They're doing, you know. <laughs> That's so exciting. <laughs> However, let me tell you, when I'm there, I'm so happy. I mean, <laughs> you feel like you're really free. Mm. You know, you feel like it's you in the sky and wow. the land. Not only you feel safe, but it's, the spa- it's very spacious. Mm. You, you feel like... I'm free. There is no, you know, nothing to, I mean, you're free. You really feel what it is to be free. Oh my so God. It's like, yeah. it's like you and the soil. I mean, my, wow. my cousin said to me, Jeanette, where it goes? I said, mm. no, I want to touch the soil. I don't want to I love it. Amazing. I love that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. What I want to add is when I'm there, you really feel a healing. Mm. You feel your mind is healing. It's like it's like a detox. You detox mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I, mean, I love that analogy. Oh my gosh. Mm. Yeah, you feel and then, then you get knowledge. You feel mm. you feel it. You That's feel very powerful. like you human. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, you away from everything else from mm-hmm. uh, my husband from publicities from mm-hmm. uh, you know uh social media but mm-hmm. you're free so mm-hmm. i like i like the space i like the area and know. i want to add something there is something else i think uh it was two of us who, who start you know working to prepare a lot mm-hmm. of stuff you know mm-hmm. and working together with someone that i i didn't know john mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like amazing, you know, <laughs> I mean, we feel each other. We don't need to talk that much. Mm. This for me was great. Mm. We have to go the old way. To the land. And it's going to take a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Because the way we used to produce, we cannot go on like that. You can't sustain. Yeah. You can't. So we have mm-hmm. to go back. Now to go back. Mm-hmm. It require more hands, mm-hmm. more people, because to meet the demand, mm-hmm. and that's why it costs so much. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. What I feel from you both when you talk about farming is the excitement, the joy, mm. the power that you experience. It comes mm-hmm. through in just you talking about it. You literally mm-hmm. both light up. Yeah, <laughs> and I that that's so <laughs> contagious. Yeah, I think whoever you have an opportunity to speak with about your passion, I think will be on board. I know I'm on board, and I definitely I have no green thumb at all. But I'm excited <laughs> to come 
and check you all out and see what it all is and looks like and, you know, um, connect in that way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I I agree. Like just hearing uh, you, Jeanette, talk about experiencing freedom. Like I, that, I was just like, whew, like, what do you, what do we mean experiencing freedom? You know, like that, it sounds amazing, right? Like it just, you being connected, you like, you know, touching the soil, right. You seeing things grow, right. Like that you talked about, like just the, the healing part of that experience for you. Right. Like I, I think in many ways, you know, some of us may feel like that idea of freedom. Is, well, see, I say it as an idea, right? Like that, right? That freedom is a concept, right? But right. you're here talking about it as something here now in mm-hmm. the present day you experience, right? By tending, by being connected, right? To the soil um, and, and, and farming and planting and all of that. And that's, that's powerful. That's very powerful. Absolutely. It's not something that we have to aspire to, right? It's something that's actually available to us in the moment. So um, accessible. Right. Yeah. The nature, when you come to it, there's yes, a music to it. Mm. Yeah. The birds are singing. We both said that together yeah. so musically. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what's going to take your, the disconnection that you were talking earlier. Mm-hmm. There's but, no there's no empty space. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, now there is another energy coming from the plants, the trees, mm-hmm. that you can't see, but mm-hmm. you can only feel it because the plants are there to feel as the energy, to, you know, to, to, to make you feel good. You know, some people in my country, they uh, put shoes on their feet when they are going to church. Mm-hmm. But they walk their feet and they live on the, they never get sick. Like, they get mm-hmm. sick, but yeah, not yeah. really. Because they're getting an energy from walking their feet on the soil. Listen, mm-hmm. when I, I, I before we started the uh, recording, I told you I was in Trinidad in right. this past November. I'm probably only put on shoes when I had to go to the store. <laughs> Everyone was like, put on shoes, put on shoes. No, 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 no. I have the opportunity to have yes. my feet touch the yes. ground, the earth. Yes. The, I'm not yes. putting on shoes. This yes. is my dangerous pedicure. Yes. <laughs> I love that. It, it, there is, and I tell clients all the time, mm. grounding technique. Yes. Ground, get into nature. Yes. Like literally get nature. on the ground. Right. Like, yeah. Let it re. Yeah. Connect you with what is important. This world Mm -hmm. gives you messages of what is important and it is not true. So get back to nature. Remember what they try to make us forget. So we're going to have to wrap up, you know, in in a couple minutes. But if you can share, you know, we were talking about just like your involvement in the incubator farm and the wonderful work that you're doing with Soft G. Um, Can you talk about um, you know, just briefly about how the incubator farm initiative will be helpful to the goals of SoftG. I think this is a startup for us, the incubator farm. Um, we have to start somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, and the incubator uh, farm comes so handy. And believe me, believe it or not, uh, we don't have to buy tools. Mm. We don't have to pay for water. Mm. So it's all free. 
the main goal is to help Haiti you know in our program there if we sell our products we are part of it percentage of it we send over there to continue the education on agriculture over there and uh, we are hoping uh, if we do good there, we can have more land, maybe an acre or a, a two, so we can grow more food for here, make more money, so we can help our people over there with agriculture education. So because we want them to be independent, and that's one thing that is taking away mm. from them. They've been waiting for people in the U.S. or uh, to send them money for mm. school, for marriage, for funeral, mm. uh, for <laughs> everything, mm-hmm. for hospital, mm-hmm. everything. So we we want to tell them, hey, it's over. You have to do something, and this is the most normal thing you can do. Mm-hmm. You embrace the soil. Mm. The air is your food, and also your healing, and mm-hmm. you can put money in your mouth and in your pocket, you're free. When we think about it, the, this project, and we start working on it, it's like door is open after door. Mm. One door is open. We an eco-city farm. Eco-city farm open another door for me and my wife to meet you guys. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And from there, I don't know who is listening it's that's that's what it does you know ecosystem form it's like a goal mm. Mm. yes that that's how I consider because for me mm. US, wow. to find a place where they build everything for me mm-hmm. all I have mm. to do is Work mm. and I have place to sell it. That's amazing. That right. is amazing. And do whatever I want with the money. This wow. is sounds like freedom to me. That's awesome. This was a great, great conversation. Your passion, your uh freedom, yes. I think really, really came through in this conversation. Mm-hmm. And just like you, we hope that it touches someone, hears it, and it inspires them. Mm-hmm. It reminds them of who they are and the control that we have over our own lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I enjoyed it. I know it, it inspired I me. Too. I enjoyed it. I yes. Thought, thank yes. you both so much. <laughs> and, and I hope the listeners enjoy it, too. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Wonderful. Thank you both for joining thank us. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for joining us. Let us know what you think about this episode. Follow us on Instagram at HWB Podcast. You can also email us at healingwhileblackpodcast at gmail.com. We also want to give a big thank you to our guests for joining us today and make sure to check out the show notes for more information. This podcast series is created by Healing While Black LLC as a partnership with the Healing While Black Podcast and EcoCity Farms with special funding from the USDA-financed Beginner Farmer and Rancher Development Training Program. Every effort has been made to appropriately credit the sources. 
The contents of this podcast episode reflects the opinions and experiences of the speakers and podcast hosts and does not necessarily reflect the views of Eco City Farms or USDA. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.